praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Once again, I'm glad to be with you. I know God has been doing you good all these months, and uh, it's really good to be together once again. Yeah, uh, something we want to discuss this very day. Let's go to God in prayers. Father, we thank you as we come before you, Lord, as we discuss. We pray that you minister unto us your words of wisdom from the Word of God, which is the Bible. And we're asking from personal experiences of the things that we've seen around us, oh God, you will help us to really walk in wisdom, to avoid this very uh, popular vice in the world that people have taken as virtue. But Lord, lead us out and make us perfect in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to greet you once again and say welcome to this podcast. And we're going to talk about something that, you know, right now in the society, uh, the world seems not to call it anything. Uh, but it's, this is something that really brought the world into problem. And today it's like a culture, it's like a movement, it's like a way of life. It's even taught to our, our children of this generation. And what is that vice? That is what we call pride, the pride of life. And we can see from the scriptures of we know that the beginning of the world's problem started with the pride of one beautiful angel that was once in the courts of heaven. They call him the, the, the covering cherub. Uh, you know, it was so beautiful and was made by God to be beautiful, maybe more than all the angels. And uh, he got proud because of the building. And once again, because his face is so beautiful, he felt that it's good to also overthrow God and sit on the place of the Most High. Well, that's the devil. And because of his pride, he was cast out of uh, heaven. So heaven does not have any apology or any, uh, how do I say it, any accommodation for anybody that, you know, that, that, that has pride. Proud people don't go to heaven. If any proud individual can go to heaven, uh, God could not have cast Lucifer out. But one thing we know about pride is that it is an attitude and is a kind of heart uh, attitude too. It manifests from the action that uh, uh, people uh, people do either in their talk or how they look uh, in their looks. How do I say it in action? You know. Sometimes they say action speaks louder than voice. Now, God does not love pride for any reason at all. The Bible calls it haughtiness. And because of the sin of pride, uh, the world is where it is today. And uh, the enemy tempted our, our, our first parents, Adam and Eve, and they, they fell for him. So, after pride comes all other evil vices. Uh, have you have you seen a proud someone before in your life? Of course, you've seen someone who's so proud. I've seen one too. But I want to say that in our lives as individuals, uh, there are elements of pride that we have to we have to really kill, because these are the things that uh, we gain from our first parents. 
Uh, when, when you're a born-again Christian, uh, God deals with you and you're also going to deal with yourself. Okay? Uh, you're going to deal with yourself so that you don't get uh, sort of proud over the gifts that God has given to you. You know, as a matter of fact, the Bible tells us that Israel had to go through the wilderness. God say, I want to humble you and teach you and show you that man does not live by bread alone. So what are the things that make people proud is the things is the things of this world, the visible things of the world. Like, well, people can say uh, they can be proud because, because of their looks. Maybe they are beautiful or their physique, you know, they are muscular, they look fine, and they are proud of it. No, we're not supposed to be proud of all those things because it's God that gave it to us. Uh, some people, is their riches, their money, their fortune. Well, one, people can be rich, but they shouldn't be proud because of their riches because it's the grace of God that they are what they are. Okay? Yes. Then some would be because of their social class, you know, uh, in some societies there are a class, you know, uh, test system, uh, some because of their profession, because they are, uh, the profession they are in is highly paid or respectful, and because of it, it enters their head. God does not want us to be proud of anything at all. So because of their position in the office, you know, they want to be. They have to be proud, rule everybody down, run everybody down. Nobody is nobody as long as uh, you know is is below them. And again, other people because of race, and uh, maybe because they are black or white or yellow or green or you know you know. Then they become proud. No, 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 no. God does not want that. Some get proud because of the talent they have. They can sing very well, or they're educated, or maybe they do well in sports. Pride. Others, it might be religion. They feel that religion is the best in the world, you know, is the most popular, is this. If you can see religious pride, God does not want that. Some can be proud because of the physical power they have, or even spiritual power, like uh, some of us who are ministers, you know, I did it, I cast, I did it, you do nothing. So, the Paul the Apostles say that what, uh, what do we have that we've not been given that's what the bible said anything we have has been given unto us so let's see the scriptures before we go on in john in john chapter uh, uh, what the, what the bible has to tell us uh because it's very very important that christians have to be very careful uh because in society today uh they don't call pride anything they should be proud be proud of this that word proud god doesn't want it now look at john first john chapter 2 verse 15. first john 2 15 he said love not the world neither the things that are in the world if any man love the world the love of the father is not in him for all that is in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the father but is of the world the world passeth away and the lost thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. Hallelujah. Those who are going to be in glory on the last day with God are those who do the will of God. Uh, you know, who, who live the 
the life of Christ as Christians. Look at Jesus Christ was humble. He was humble. And he said, look of me. Learn from me. I am gentle. I am humble. Okay? I am lowly. Because the gate of heaven cannot enter the proud. In spite of the miracles Christ was doing, he, he used to restrain people from going up to advertise him. And in everything he gives glory to the Father. Okay? Knowing that everything he's doing is by the grace and the power of the Father. And that's why we as individuals, as Christians or non-Christians, whatever you are, you, you, you don't need to be proud. Because pride has a lot of... Uh, after pride, you see... Okay, let's take example. What does the Bible say about pride? Pride. Obadiah chapter 1 verse 3. Obadiah chapter 1 verse 3. It's a pride of your heart deceiveth you. Pride, the, 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 the heart of the pride, pride can deceive the heart of man. We're coming to that. Okay? Proverbs chapter 29 verse 23. He says, a man's pride will bring him low. You know, many people are low today because of their pride. They did things, say, let the world know me, let me, you know, at the end they are low. They are to build a house that would be okay for their family. Oh no, let me build the mansion. They never ended up building that mansion. It's stuck on the way. There are so many people who are acting as a result, you know, uh, you know, with at the impulse of pride. You see, a man's pride will bring him low. Uh, pride is just to let people know that this is what I am. Uh, you, I, I have this. You do you have this? It can be car. It can be property. It can be anything. The thing can come with the words of their mouth, their boasting, or the looks, the way they look, or the actions, how they carry themselves. You know, God looks at the heart. So we have to be careful on to, to do what God asks us to do, not society. Already where we read say that all that is in the world, the totality of all the fanfare in the world, the struggle in the world, you know, the competition, everything, the Bible says all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes and the pride of life. May God deliver us in Jesus' name. Amen. In Proverbs chapter 8, the Lord said, I hate evil pride and arrogancy. In Proverbs 16, 18, he said, The pride goeth before destruction and haughtiness before a fall. Very many proud people were destroyed because of their pride. Time will fail us to think of King Nebuchadnezzar. It's God that raised him up to use him to conquer many of those nations. Prophet, prophecy went forth before he, his empire even came on that he's going, to, he's, he's going to come. He's going to carry Israel and other nations into, uh, into captivity. And he did that. Every prophecy was fulfilled. But at the end of the whole day, this man got so wild. He got so, how, how do I say it? He got so proud. He, 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 was, a, he, he was a genius. Uh, he was a, 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 a military strategist. He was an agriculturist. He was a, this, man, this man was loaded too much. And you know, every gift any woman has here on earth, whether you are believing God, you don't believe in God, it comes from God. There's nothing, nothing, nothing good comes from the evil one. And this man one day decided, you know, that, that oh, I made all these things. I built Babylon. 
I'm the one that built the kingdom. You know, God, God said, what does that man mean? He didn't have the prophecy of Isaiah. He didn't have that of Jeremiah. He didn't have the prophetics that has gone forth before the Babylonian Empire came into existence. That I, Jehovah, said, I'm going to raid Nebuchadnezzar to rule all the nations, to bring down judgment upon all these nations that are not doing my will. Oh my goodness. This man forgot himself and God. God has to really teach him a lesson. You know, he, 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 I'm going to read it. He, he, he. He became an, he, God turned him to an animal. Uh, no, that is, uh, uh, given the, the sense and the mentality of an animal. And they drove him out for seven years. He was eating grass, grass. Oh my goodness. In the forest. And after seven years, he, 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 has, he, 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 he had to, when he came to his senses, after the judgment of God, he now declared that this very God of heaven, there is nobody like him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Daniel, uh, he had a dream in Daniel chapter 4. I had a dream of a big tree. You know, the tree grew so many, so wide and best of the air were there. You know, it's like suddenly uh, 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 the, someone cried that this that the tree should be cut off and these fruits were scattered and beasts of the air should, should not you know should not you know uh -huh, get away from it and Daniel told this man that this dream God gave to you is to show you what's going to happen to you you don't be proud humble yourself before God it's God that will make you what you are hallelujah but, 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 but this man refused to do so and that's the problem. So let's look at Daniel chapter 4. I'll give that to read. And uh, in, uh, uh, in verse 28, he said that all these things came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. And at the end of 12 months, he walked by in the palace of his kingdom in Babylon. And the king said, Is not this the great Babylon that I have built for the house? of the kingdom by my might and my power and for the honor of my majesty. Can you imagine that? The Bible said that while the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O King Nebuchadnezzar, to thee is appointed, the kingdom is departed from thee, and, and they shall drive thee from men and dwell, and thy dwelling shall be with beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee until you know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth him to whom he, whomsoever he will. Hallelujah! The same hour was this thing fulfilled, and Nebuchadnezzar was driven from men, and he did eat grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till his hairs were grown like eagles' feathers, and his nails like the bird's claws. And the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up my eyes unto heaven, and my understanding returned unto me. And I blessed the Most High, and praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and whose kingdom is from generation to generation. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and the earth is reputed as nothing. And he doth according to his will in the army of heaven, and among the inhabitants of the earth, 
and none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? Amen. He was punished because of his pride. Just as Lucifer was punished because of his pride. There are other kings in the Bible that were punished because of their pride. So we shouldn't... Uh, how do I say it? We have to resist pride, okay? As Christians, we pray it down. We don't allow people who are proud to be coming close to us, to be influencing us, to be filling us with our ego and all that, okay? And uh, it's a wonderful thing that God is teaching us today. I know we're going to continue with this episode, but I want to say, my beloved, uh, God has something wonderful for us in the next episode. And we are going to, you know, talk about how to handle this problem of pride. How to handle it. It's a, it's a spiritual thing. It's a moral thing. It's not a, it's a, it's a, it's a corrupting agent. Okay? Uh-huh. So you see people in society, when they are proud, they are noisy, they are loud, you know. Uh, they are loud and they want to spread their glory like the peacock. You know, have you seen me? Have you seen what I've achieved? And sometimes you don't even, you don't even care, you know. Uh, but they don't understand, you know. So uh, proud people, as you can see, can be restless. It's a restless vice. It's a restless spirit. They don't rest until they want to show something. They want to show they have money. They want to show that they are more beautiful. They want to show... <laughs> Before we end this episode, I, I, want, to, I want to share with you, you know, uh, here in New York City, you, New York City is a wonderful city, you know. I, I pray you have time to visit New York. In New York, you see every tribe under heaven. You see every every country uh you know the UNO headquarters is here and it's like i don't know every every is a congregation of all races so when you enter a train in 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 new york city uh, especially during the summer time you see people coming or going up and down if you say you're black, you don't understand. There are people who are blacker than you're going to see them. If you say your skin is white or fair or green or yellow, when you enter the train, you're going to see a lot of them, a lot of them. You understand? So there was one day I was traveling on the train, you know, and this lady came in. Uh, she was feeling, she's beautiful, you know. She looked at her skin, she turned her head, she looked at her handset. A phone on her and all that. So uh, we sat still. Other other girls that were there were not as beautiful. They were fidgeting. I said, "Wow!" So the next thing you see when the train stopped, another lady coming. Oh my God! This one, this one is the real beauty queen. <laughs> So the very first one that was in the bus, in, in the train, that was, you know, giving everybody, uh, you know, vibe that she's beautiful. She would bring, stretch her legs and shake like this and throw her head. <laughs> Even if she saw this one, oh my goodness. She looked at her two times and she quickly had to recoil herself. By the time the train moved again, the next two stations, 
I say, wow, I say, you see, people who say they are beautiful, but then know there are people who are more beautiful. That's why do you glory on that? Okay. Uh, just some days ago, there was a man. I don't know this man from Adam. I've not seen him uh, before. So when I saw the man, uh, he know the color of my skin is like his own. And he was parking his car near a neighborhood just in front of the building there. Uh, oh, uh, just across the street. He didn't know me. He merely cast a glance at me. I said, huh. He was coming. I was doing my stuff and going my stuff. Once in a while, he just came in. Oh, my goodness. By the time he was getting near to me, of course, I didn't know I was standing uh, across his vehicle. He changed a dignified walk. He looked at me with a dignified... You know, everything about him changed. I said, what is happening? Oh, when he entered his car and drove off, I began to laugh. <laughs> I said, look, so can we see the, the, the foolishness and stupidness, stupidity of pride? Okay? This man has not seen me before. He doesn't know me. He doesn't know where I'm coming from. He doesn't know my what. He doesn't even know the car I'm using. He doesn't even, I don't know. He just came to show me that this is what I have. This is me. Beloved, God does not want such from us. Hallelujah. So, pride does not have common sense. It always tries to assume. It always tries to compare attention, followership, or worship. Can you imagine that? You've not known, haven't you saw, seen some people who just want to display whom they are and what they are? They have not known you, they have not seen you for, their labor is just to show off, I have the money, I have this, I have that. So this is just a, a kind of thing that God does not want Christians to have. Hallelujah. Anybody who wants to get to heaven will not be showing up, will not be boasting. Without be bragging, you know, pride is an empty, hollow, uh, very unnatural. You understand? Very empty. That's why uh, people who are, are proud, I don't know, they are very empty. They make a lot of noise. Sometimes pride can be heartless. Never considers others. If people are disadvantaged, maybe they are not looking as beautiful as they are looking. They don't have as much as you have. Pride is very heartless. Very insensitive to other people's condition and situation. So what a foolish vice that came from the enemy devil. And he has sold it to the world today. But not to the Christians. Hallelujah. So God is encouraging us today. Let's be humble. The fruits of the Holy Spirit is what will make help us to enter heaven. We don't need to live like the world. We don't need to act like the world. We don't need to, uh, you know, do anything to impress anybody for no reason at all. 
And if we live a humble life, if we live a life that is, you know, humble before our God, I am so sure that God will be pleased with us. He said he resists the pride, the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And I pray that the God of Jacob will give us the grace to live a humble life. And there are other areas where we find out that perhaps uh, we, we, we have this vice. We get rid of it. Sometimes it's like a weed that you have cut off after your salvation. It can come out again. You keep on, <laughs> you keep on knocking the head down. Get out, I can't do it. So God looks at the motive of whatever every believer does. Let us see Galatians chapter 5 before we pray. Now the works of the flesh are these that are manifest. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, violence, emulation, wrath, strife, seditions, envies, murders, drunkenness, revelance, and as such of which I tell you before, as I have told you in the past, that they will do those things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. In, in you know, pride brings strife. You see, people now because uh, he, he he didn't want to bow, he didn't want to see my glory, he didn't want to see what I'm displaying. Then the person can get angry, can begin to strive, can hate somebody. You understand? So this thing goes on and on. But the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against which there is no law. Christ said, I'm meek and humble. We came into this world with nothing and we're living with nothing. May the Lord help us. Father, deliver us from anything that will make us to be proud. Help us to give glory to you for everything that you have given unto us. Thank you, precious spirit. Thank you, holy God, for the grace you have given us today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Oh, thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you so much. God will keep us holy. Amen. Amen.